0: How are you now? How are you now? Everybody doing all right. We're we're uh, we're we're calmed down now. We're we're at the end of the preseason. The preseason was uh, not very kind to the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, the Canadiens, in their final game of the 2021 preseason, lose to the Ottawa Senators by a score of five to four in a shootout. A real shootout, by the way, not one of those shootouts that they've been doing sometimes during the preseason where they just do one just for the sake of it at the end of the game, regardless of what the score is. Uh, No, an actual shootout. like They legitimately went to overtime, nobody scored, and had a shootout. So this was similar to what you might get in a regular season game. Um, As always, what have I said every single episode so far of this preseason? We're talking about practice. We're talking about practice. We're talking about practice. Not the game. Not the game. But let's talk about that game because it technically, you know, in the strictest sense of the term, was a game. And what happened? Well, 10 seconds into the game, the Montreal Canadiens starting to look absolutely fantastic. Josh Anderson, dear Lord, is that man fast. 10 seconds into the game. Uh, Alexander Romanov uh, throws a pass up into the neutral zone, uh, gets bumped over to Josh Anderson by Arturi Lekanen and Anderson, uh, just with absolute blazing speed, fires his way into the zone and fires one into the net, making it 1-0 for the Montreal Canadiens. Looking good, looking good, right? Definitely a great start 10 seconds in, and it got better right it got better delayed penalty against the ottawa senators about to get a power play and jeff petrie says who needs a power play i don't want it beautiful feed from tyler defoli across the ice over to jeff petrie he blasts it in uh, and the montreal Canadiens are up to nothing and then things went off the rails uh ottawa power play uh, J- Jake Allen, to his credit, making some pretty ridiculous saves, but Josh Norris gets the puck in the circle, beats him, makes it 2-1. to one. That's the end of the first period right there, pretty much. 2-1 to one for the Habs. Feeling pretty good getting into the second period with a lead. Uh, <laughs> shouldn't have been feeling good whatsoever about that, though, because the second period is where it really went off the rails. <clears throat> Early on in the second period, uh, Shane Pinto gets a goal, makes it 2-2. Two to two. David Savard takes a terrible pe- penalty later on. Uh, just an absolute, the most obvious holding that you've ever seen in your life. Josh Norris, again, on the power play, makes it 3-2. Chris Tierney adds another one later on in the frame, and now it's 4-2 for the Senators. So the Habs went from 2 nothing up pretty early in the first period all the way down to 4-2, to allowing four unanswered goals. Uh, not ideal. Not ideal. But again, we're talking about practice. Let's not get too wrapped up in it. We go into the third period, and the Habs, they decide that they do not want that to be their fate. They do not want to be the team that blew a 2-0 lead in the preseason, uh, as meaningless as the game may be. Uh, They decided they did not want to have that happen to them. Habs get a power play. Cole Caulfield unleashes a vicious clapper from the point. uh, Off the post, kind of rattles around a little bit. Looks like it went in at first, but it didn't. Uh, it was just kind of drifting along the goal line, and Nick Suzuki dives in, taps it in to make it 4-3. to three. Very late in the period, the Habs pull Jake Allen, of course, because this game is important and we want to win it, <laughs> work the puck back to Jeff Petrie at the point, and he unleashes another clapper through uh, probably, I, I think there was an image actually tweeted out by a former Habs Eyes in the Prize writer, uh, whose name I will not say because he keeps himself uh, anonymous on Twitter, but uh, you can go check him out at Habs Laughs. He tweeted out an image of how many bodies were screening uh, Forsberg on that goal, and there was about seven people standing in front of him. And, yeah, he uh, Jeff Petrie really got a hold of it and put it top cheddar. Uh, no chance for Forsberg whatsoever. No chance. Ties it up, 4-4, with less than a minute to go, and uh, we're off to overtime. Overtime solves nothing. We go to the shootout. Uh, the shootout, even the shootout solves nothing. The first six shooters all either missed the net or got stopped. Uh, Yoel Armia scored a really nice goal. Um, but ultimately, not enough. Uh, the Senators took it in the shootout. I'm going to save you, you know, fully recapping the shootout because it was kind of sad to watch. Um, but as always, what do I keep saying? What did we learn? What did we actually learn? from that game because, again, it it counts for nothing, right? Hypothetically, if this same game happened during the regular season, the Habs would have earned one point. But one point in a meaningless preseason game is worth about three Canadian tire dollars. So you can get yourself maybe a chocolate bar on the way out. That's about it. That's about it. What do we learn? Well, let's start with something that's been been burning at me all day long. Uh, Jake Allen played pretty well, honestly. I, I know... Uh, they lost 5-4, so normally in a 5-4 loss, you, you wouldn't be able to say that your goaltender played well, but he did. Uh, honestly, he, he made some pretty good saves, and the, the Habs were on the penalty kill for large parts of that game. If they even partly tried to stay out of the box, that game probably doesn't get to overtime, because I don't think Ottawa's going to get the goals that they need. Um, at any rate, Jake Allen was was pretty good, and that's going to be important, because Carey Price is uh, going to be out for the foreseeable future, and that's really what's been burning at me all day. Is you know we found out that Carey Price has entered into the um, player assistance program through the NHL and the NHLPA, and all I've seen all day is people speculating about it. And honestly, to all of the people and to all of the outlets that are speculating on what it might be. Uh, why he's going to be out and how long he's going to be out and what is it? Is it the pressure of the Montreal market? Uh, I have some very choice words for you Uh, and and they are mange de la merde. For all my people who do not speak French, what I said was eat shit. Stop speculating. It does nothing for Carey Price. It does nothing for the fans of the team. It does nothing for anybody except for yourself. You have a, 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 you know, A hot story that you can talk about and you're going to sit there and speculate on what it is that he's dealing with. Just leave it alone. Literally, the only thing you should say is, you know what? I hope I see him back soon and I hope he's okay. That's it. And that's what I'm saying right now is I hope he's back soon. I hope he's okay and I hope everything's going well in his life. That's it. And that's the last thing I'm going to say about it. And I hope, even though I know it's not true, that's the last thing anybody says about it. Honestly, leave the man alone. With that being said, we got to talk about some other people on the ice as well, right? Uh, let's start with Chris Weidman, uh, who honestly, uh, I, I'm i tempted to even give him player of the game. He looked pretty good. Um, I think he earned a spot on the team. I think he has made the Montreal Canadiens. I think they, they gave him that contract coming back from Europe. Uh, I think he's earned his spot. Uh, I think he looked pretty good throughout the course of the game. Looked good on the power play when he got opportunities. Like, uh, this is a guy that... They wanted, they went out and got him. He's coming at a very reasonable cap hit as well. So, uh, yeah, I I think he has made the team. And as much as I had talked in previous episodes about Caden Gooley, um, and maybe they will give him his nine games anyways, I think Chris Weidman has that final spot on defense pretty much wrapped up at this point. Uh, I don't know what else he could do uh, to really guarantee that spot any more than he already has. Aside from him, uh, Cole Caulfield absolutely flying out there he uh, was getting some time at the point even on the power play which is interesting I like it uh, because he can really shoot the puck we know that and I don't think there's any harm in in giving him a little bit of time there I I really like the idea of a forward at the point anyways and if it's a guy who can really shoot the puck like Cole Caulfield it makes a lot of sense and he looked fantastic Uh, he's flying around there Uh, he had a few really good scoring chances that he got robbed by the glove of Forsberg I honestly believe that he is going to be a front-runner all season for the Calder Trophy. Uh, He clearly is a front-runner already in in the eyes of many people, but I think when we see him get going for real in the regular season, I think he's going to make it more abundantly clear with every game that he plays. He's a star, and the Montreal Canadiens got a real gift that he fell to them. In the draft, and it's going to be a fun year watching him play. Aside from that, um, Josh Anderson still very fast. (laughs) In case anybody was concerned about him losing his speed, Uh, Christian Dvorak looked pretty good. Uh, I enjoyed his game. Yoel Armia uh, looks great. He he seems like he's going to have a fun year as well. Uh, And I'm kind of jacked up about that honestly because he's going to be playing probably on the third line Um, if if he takes a step forward in his career that could be huge for the team and last but not least Jake Evans uh, I want to talk about him for a minute because he was flying out there I feel like he actually got faster in the offseason and uh, you know I was asking people in the eyes in the prize chat and people were like oh, I don't think so but honestly to me he looks faster like he he looks great he's, he's ready for that third line role like I don't know again I've talked about this before I'm not sure if we want him taking on like Philippe Dano minutes but absolutely he can take on some of those minutes and if he can do it and contribute a little bit more offensively as well I don't know man like this this team could end up being better off than we thought they would be I'm not sure what else to talk about in that game honestly again it was another kind of a stinker for the most part the Habs didn't really seem to come alive until the third period uh, once they had blown their two goal lead and fully blown it to the point where they were down by two goals uh, so they didn't just blow the lead they, they managed to super blow it and make sure that they that they also went down by the same score that they initially went up after that they kind of woke up and they started playing better uh, I'm, I'm not concerned about this nobody should be it's preseason it doesn't matter at the end of the day this is you know them getting ready to play actual games and uh, and they will be soon they will be soon So get ready for it. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for listening. I know these are just preseason episodes. We're going to get into the real thing real soon, next week. I appreciate all of you. We're running, what, uh, about 12 minutes again today. So, uh, gros soirée pour les employés de soutien. Thank you again. We are on Spotify, uh, Megaphone, Apple, uh, Google Play. I am on Twitter, at DrakeMT. Drop me a follow. I appreciate it. Thank you again. And as always, à la prochaine.